I like to just lie to myself constantly. Like, you're going to do a great job. Today's going to be awesome, even if it's not. <laughs> so, it's the only way I can get through those day-to-days, man, is just try to trick myself. Especially this day and age. I mean, 2020. What a mess. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the podcast. I'm excited to hang out with you guys today, relax, catch up, sesh a bit. Can't even believe it's episode 20. It's nuts. At this point, we've spent all our money on the podcast, so we're doing things. Um, but before getting into today's episode, uh, when this comes out on Sunday, um, Hedy Hawaii will be dropping as well. Sunday's going to be a huge day this week. We're going to do a giveaway either on Saturday or Sunday for the Hedy Hawaii drop. Um, I'm trying to think, figure out what's going to be the best day. If I should do it like Saturday to hype up the day before to get like people ready that maybe didn't know about the drop or um, do it the day of the drop so that the whole day is just like a big fun event. Still have to decide, but I'm sure we'll probably do it like the day of though because I'm going to do, um, I know I've been talking about it for three fucking weeks or three episodes, but we finally are going to do this fucking podcast giveaway here on YouTube, guys. Um, today is Thursday. I'm going to be making the uh, giveaway piece today while I work on some crunk pieces. And then uh, we'll probably give that away tomorrow, which is going to be Friday. But when this comes out, it would already happened. But So I guess I didn't even need to fucking talk about it. But here we are. We're talking about it. So after the Hedy Hawaii drop on Sunday, then we have Kata Sewer Smoke coming up. Um, they got a pretty big drop. It's about... I mean, not huge, not like Hedy Hawaii, not even close, but it's about 30 pieces. So if you miss out on Hedy Hawaii, <coughs> there's another decent sized drop right after that. And then we're going to be taking our one month of just slowing down. We're still going to be doing drops and everything. I'm just not going to be going as crazy because we're going to have family in town through like the middle of July to the middle of August. So we're have like a four week time where family's coming to town. Also, my daughter's birthday is beginning of August. So I'm just going to try and slow down a little bit, try and spend time with family, but I'm going to keep posting on obviously Instagram. I'm going to keep doing drops and stuff. I'm just not going to push myself to four in the morning and be sleep deprived. I'm going to try and be like present and have some fun with everybody. Cause if you guys know, you guys know me well enough already. If you watch this, I'm just, I'm always so caught up in work. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to hang out with family, do some things there, but we don't need to talk about that anymore. We can get in today's episode. Uh, today we're smoking some GMO from a cut above down here in Colorado Springs, the medical dispensary. And then we have some laser cat here, which is also some laser cat and GMO. It's also some GMO. And then we have some sealed solventless grease monkey. So we're going to get in some hash, get in some flour, but for now I'm going to smoke this joint and just chill and talk. Um, mm, this week, though, I've basically just been like racing to get these last couple of pieces out for Hedy Hawaii. I just overnighted some stuff today. Um, the last couple of pieces, like a honey jar and stuff like that, because those honey jar recyclers just take me like, I don't know, they take me three or four times as long as to make as a RBR. The honey jars just have so many more parts. 
and there's so much prep. You have to make so many little sections of color for all the different drains and all the shaping in them. There's just a lot going on in the honey jars. So those took me a little bit longer than I expected. But regardless of this drop taking me a little longer to complete, I'm still proud of myself. Like 93 pieces is a huge drop. Like it's the biggest drop I've ever done. Um, and I got to be proud of myself for just getting it done in general, even though I was a week behind, I'm seven days behind my scheduled drop date, but with everything going on to only be seven days behind and, you know, making that many pieces by hand. So all the failures that happened and everything and only being seven days behind, I'm pretty proud of myself about that. Um, and today I'm fucking getting into the crunk collabs. Finally, people have been asking for over a month now, when are they coming? Did they work out? Are they done? Who's getting them? I'll let everyone know where they're good at going and who's getting them or what's happening once they're done. I don't like to talk about where they're going or sell and pre-sell stuff. Cause I've actually, I feel like jinxed some projects before and had stuff break because I was, uh, you know, so focused on it already being big. Oh, it's once it's done, I'll do this, this, and this with it. Well, it wasn't even made yet, and then it ended up breaking. So these crunk collabs, I'm trying not to jinx them. I'm just gonna take it easy. I wanted to save these till after Hedy Hawaii, so I didn't rush them because I might want to spend three or four days on one piece. I don't know yet. I want to like really take my time, and I want to do some new stuff to these pieces that I've never done before, and just um, you know, just make something I'm really proud of and show you guys something that. I think it's going to be some of my best work yet. If I can pull it off, we'll see though. They might break, but they might not. Um, so that's today, Crunk Collabs, and then making a giveaway piece. And then over the weekend, I'm going to just be crushing through clear stuff for Connoisseur Smoke. And I'm thinking they'll go out the following Monday. Because it's not a huge, huge order. Um, but yeah, that's this week, and that's what's going on right now. Um, Today, I think we're going to smoke up. Well, obviously, I love smoking by triple double, but I got a 2014 XL double diffused here. So, we're going to talk about that, tell some stories around that piece, and just reminisce on a different time when I was making those 2014 double diffused. And then we have a couple other pieces on the table as well. We're going to sesh. But um, I'm going to take a few more hits off this joint. I'll we'll take a couple dabs. I talk about this old ass double diffused. It's actually my homie's double diffused. He brought it here to repair, and um, I've just had it for a while because me and him have not had a chance to hang out because I'm so busy. He reaches out. I'm just so bad at giving back to people. It's like my one thing that I am really, really need to work on is just communicating with people a little bit better. Do you think my communication was top-notch because I do videos like this or I'm always on Instagram and stuff? It's weird. Um, I'm finding... The older I get and the more things I do with social media and making content, I'm finding is it more comfortable to talk to a camera than it is to talk to a person. I don't know. It's a weird thing. So weird, like, even to, like, look at someone in the eyes and having, like, a real conversation anymore, it's, like, weird. You see people, like, look away. They're timid. Like, once you've stared in the eyes too long, someone, like, breaks that eye contact because that intimacy, that feeling of connecting with someone and talking to them on a level like that is maybe really intense for people nowadays. But I'll keep trying, and I'll keep talking to cameras, and I'll keep trying to talk to people. My communication in person is great, but when it comes to texting or emails or fucking calling someone back and leave a voicemail, oh, I'm the worst. Um, man, this fucking GMO is hitting. It's smoking so good. You guys remember Rocket Power? I miss that show. Wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. 
been teaching my daughter that handshake, the rocket power handshake. She thinks it's so funny. And, you know, you go wiggity, wiggity, wiggity under the hands. I don't know if you guys remember that. Maybe you guys have never seen Rocket Power on Nickelodeon, but it was one of my favorite shows growing up. I loved it. And I remember when Rocket Power came out, I must have been like 11 years old, maybe like 10 or 11 or 12. And I'd already been skateboarding for like four or five years at that point. And when Rocket Power came out, all my friends at the lunch table were like, oh, that show's super dumb. That's like for like posers and losers. And I was like, yeah, posers, bro. Totally posers watch Rocket Power. But when I got home, fucking busted out my cheese doodles and started watching Rocket Power because it was dope. <coughs> I know the tricks were inaccurate. I know that the ramps they hit were inaccurate. But it was just that vibe like of the show that I loved as a kid growing up in a farm town in upstate New York. I was always envious of that California lifestyle. Like the kids in California could skate year round in New York. We only have an upstate New York, especially when you're close to the border of Canada where it's fucking freezing all the time and snowing. Um, we maybe only get six months of nice weather a year where we can really skateboard outdoors. So I'd watch rocket power and be jealous of the cartoon kids in California, you know? Um, I don't know how we got there. That was weird, but we did. Let's take a dab. I'm going to take a dab on the triple double first just to get those uh, lungs all primed up. And then we're going to fucking try out this old double diffused. And I haven't dabbed on a 2014 double diffused in probably four years. I don't even know. It's been a long time. It's been a really long time. We'll talk about how much they've changed and everything because the honey jars used to even be set up like that too with that sidearm and everything. But like I said, I'll wait till after I take the stab and really get into it. Luna, Bane. We got some troublemakers. The dogs obviously figured out that, oh, I didn't Q-tip this now, it looks like. That's good. My wife is leaving right now to go work out and the dogs hurt her, so they're barking at her. Cause guys, we're at my house right now. I've said it before, but Essentially, this podcast is we're all just hanging out in session, catching up for the week. You know, it's like our weekly hangout, and uh, this is as accurate as it can get. I mean, we got dogs barking. We got, you know, I mean, that's really all we got going on right now, but that's some, that's one of the things happening, you know, pointing out the obvious. Alrighty, Man, I can't wait. I should have my new Evan Shore bangers here soon. Been talking about it for a month and a half, but I think they're really coming now because my wife talked to him on the phone. Um, I'm excited to get some fresh clear nails so I can do some cool like dab videos with spinner caps and actually show what's going on because these earth tech bangers like you can still see the oil but all that fume and stuff kind of makes it really hard to see like all that fun melt shot and stuff and if there's any crazy noises you guys are hearing which I don't know if you will but you might um, we're getting a new fence put in right now thanks to all you guys that support us because we needed a new fence so that my kiddo can play in the backyard safely. So my dogs can play in the backyard safely. Because we talked about it in episode 2 and the neighbor threatened to kill my dog. So if you haven't seen episode 2 and want to know, about, know more about that story, go back and check it out. Man, these podcast guys, like, again, these are like the highlights of my week. I love doing these things. Even if, like, no one watches it or people watch it either way. Like, I just love doing it. And I really think that after you know things get better with like the covid and all all that mainly things with like the pandemic get better um because socially as a as people we got a lot to work on it's going to take some time but this covid thing once that is uh better and not 
tearing things apart. I'd really like to set up some sort of event because that's what Hedy Hawaii was going to be. We were all going to hang out and have fun, make memories, sash, tell stories. But now that that got put off and everything's pretty much slowed down, I think that, um, I don't know, I've just been like thinking a lot how excited I am for when things do get better so I can host an event, you know, like cater it, get hash sponsors, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'll talk about that more in a second. Let me take this dab real quick and then we'll just ramble more about what I want to do. I think this is gonna be a little hot. Yeah. Tad, no. Forgot to set my timer. Tex! Oh! <coughs> that was good. <coughs> Real good. That GMO. Fuck, that's good. When I smoke really, really good hash, I feel fancy. Ooh, I feel lucky. <coughs> you can seriously taste all the time and energy put in to the gardening, the extracting, the curing, just everything. And I feel lucky to be able to enjoy hash of that caliber. That was some laser cat GMO. They're lava rosin, which, you know, some people like the lava, some people hate it. Me personally, I love the lava. It's really easy for me to like use and work with. Tastes great. I love the way it looks. I know some people are really adamant about having like their own like, you know, full melt. They don't even like rosin. They like to like do it themselves if they're going to rosin something. They want like the full spectrum, everything. But for me, the lava rosin is just easy it's perfect it, it doesn't butter up it stays all gooey because i just leave it out in the garage while i'm working for me it's just a matter of convenience because i'm not running back and forth putting it in the fridge i'm just working taking dabs working taking dabs um we were going to get a mini fridge out here just for hash and people's like drinks and stuff but uh we're still going to do that but my point is right now that uh the lava rosins are great because they don't they don't butter up and they stay so gooey and fresh tasting but yeah, back to what I was saying, I really want to set up an event, and I think this podcast is going to be one of those things that once we eventually can have an event, maybe it won't be for a year, who knows how long it will be until we can just comfortably out there smoking together again, be close and talking and making memories that are more familiar than you know putting a mask on in between everything you're doing besides putting food in your mouth. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I want to set up some sort of event here in Colorado and I'll give everyone a big heads up, but I think from the podcast that we're going to bring a lot of like-minded people together and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I almost want it to just be like a party where we're just like fucking smoking telling stories and, you know, talking, like sharing ideas. Like, I don't even know. I just, I think I'm like longing for that human, like that really, it's like one of our most primal natural experiences, but to just be talking with people and creating memories or having real good deep conversations I miss it um, me and my wife almost every night have like deep conversations we sit down have a coffee and smoke after the baby's gone to bed and we like just talk to each other for 45 minutes an hour and um, it's a fa my favorite part of my day but I miss uh, being able to do that with just new people you know what I mean because when you talk to different people you maybe get a totally different perspective on something you've been dealing with and it helps you get through it or helps you kind of find a path that gets you out of that situation you've been dealing with 
And I think that's one of those things is like a collective consciousness as humans is that we're able to just share our experiences with each other, how we got through it. And, and that helps each, you know, other people, you know, work through what they're doing. You know, we just can see each other. It's the same thing with like sharing on Instagram. I'm showing you guys what I'm doing day to day. I'm showing you how I'm working. I'm talking about my life. I'm sharing all of it because I'm like, you never know. There might be someone out there that is like, there's this one thing that's holding them back from pursuing their dream. And if they see someone else, that's literally just like a normal ass dude dropped out of high school. Just like, I literally make bongs for a living and smoke weed all day. The fact that I'm successful doesn't make sense on paper. I'm a high school dropout who smokes weed all day and makes pipes. I shouldn't be successful but I'm taking care of a family. I'm, I'm, I'm a provider. I'm able to protect my family and, you know, just everybody's comfortable. I'm tired. I'm working like a, an animal. I'm exhausted, but that, that's my gift. That's what I love when I feel tired like that, but I see everyone else rested and happy and fed, but I'm exhausted and beaten down. This is some weird shit we're going to talk about. My wife thinks I'm really, she doesn't get me, but with this kind of stuff, but what I do is I put myself in a headspace like I'm living, you know, thousands of years ago and I'm like a fucking warrior and my family's back in the cabin or the cave and I come back all beaten up, but everyone's fed, happy and comfortable, but I look like I've gone through hell and I love it. It's really weird. Um, I don't know why I like it so much. I think that it makes me feel that. I think working like that and like pushing myself that hard and just, you know, wanting to see myself like beaten down a little bit makes me feel like I'm capable of things because growing up being a high school dropout, being, I was in special needs classes and stuff, just being like, you know, picked on all different shit. I didn't feel valued. And I feel like when I work that hard and I see all these people that rely on me and need me, like, I feel, I feel like, uh, feel like I'm like, like people like, I don't even know. Sorry guys. We're all over the place. This is getting really weird again. All right, let's try out this double diffused. This let's just jump right away from that. But see, that's why this podcast is fun. And then I also have my producer here. He literally just has to sit here and listen to me get weird for like an hour plus every week. And, and no one's paying him to do that. You know, that's crazy. But I appreciate all you guys that hang out and uh, like to catch up with me and just spend some time smoking and talking and reflecting because um i think that's the coolest part about the internet i've said it a bunch of times but i love being able to just the idea of sharing even very normal stuff with people it doesn't have to be big some big production you could just share your day to day and even if only a couple of people watch it you know there's probably a couple of people that helps it's some normalcy like i don't even know if that's a word but like um I try to be really consistent consistent with these podcasts as best I can, like, every week. Um, because, for me, I watch a lot of podcasts. And Luna, sweetheart, you're blowing it today. She's a real troublemaker, my dog Luna. You know, Bane only barks, really, if Luna's barking. He really doesn't give a fuck either way about anything else. But, yeah, the reason I love podcasts is because there's, like, every week, you have like new episodes dropping, like the ones I'm watching, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about my podcast. I'm just talking about why I love podcasts and stuff. And there's like consistency it brings in my life. I'm like, oh, I know that, you know, King of the Sting is coming out Thursday night at nine. And like, I have something to look forward to. 
because it's, and I think it's the same thing you find with like TV as well, but podcasts are even more so because it's way more real. Like TV's all scripted. Like podcasts, like the one, at least the ones I watch, like you're just watching like normal people just like hang out and spend some time together and have some conversations. And, um, but that consistency is what like I love. It keeps me calm. It's like if I've had like a rough day, I'm like, well, at least I have something to look forward to tonight. We got this new episode of this dropping. And I watch like, 30 or 40 different podcasts. I have tons of podcasts I watch, so there's always new ones out. It's wonderful. And most of these podcasts I watch, like, have hundreds of episodes, and I haven't seen all of them because I started watching some of these, like, at a later date, not right when they started. So there's just unlimited content these days as far as podcasts go. Like, I heard, like, a month ago, like, uh, there was over a million podcasts now, which is just fucking nuts. Let's get into some sealed solventless grease monkey for this. 14 millimeter 2014 XL double diffused and then after I take this dab on it we'll talk more about this piece but um but yeah like podcasts are huge and I think that a lot of people are gonna like learn more and more about them and like I have some people that told me like this is the first podcast they've ever watched and now I've given them some others to check out which I do should do some sort of list of podcasts you guys should check out that are like really good content not just like me just sitting here talking about nothing like good shit like smart people um, <coughs> that you guys should definitely check out. Um, we're just about ready to take this dab, though. I have not taken a dab on one of these in years, so I'm pretty excited. And this is back when I used to do these frit fades back in 2014. <laughs> Oh, the Terp Jewel. I don't think it came out. It wanted to, though. It was, like, right on the edge of my lip. Like, I was making, like, a cup shape of my lip to try and catch it. And I caught it. It didn't come out. It stayed right there in the in the lip. But fuck, that Terp Jewel. That Grease Monkey. <coughs> Just... <coughs> Straight, just creamy, gas turps. Wow. Oh, boy. Okay, I need a minute after that one just to figure out where the fuck I am. Okay. Well, let's talk about this 2014 double diffuse before I get too stoned and I won't be able to make sense about anything. <clears throat> Again, thank you all you guys for hanging out, watching this. If you haven't already, I'm sure you have, but, uh, you know bust out those bongs or pipes or, you know, joints, whatever you got, blunt, and uh, sesh with me, hang out, talk about glass, and let's get into this next one. So, these 2014 double diffused were actually, like, similar to the honey jar recyclers. They're kind of like, I mean, this, these were essentially the honey jar recyclers, but with this disc above them, because the old honey jar recyclers had, like, you know, the honey jar shape like they do now, which is this top shape right here. This is like the Maria with this puck underneath it. Like this is like the honey jar shape. So there'd be like a bigger one of these. Oops, sorry guys. I'm just like mounts and stuff. Let me turn it this way. There'd be a bigger one of like these down here. So for the honey jar recyclers, I'm sure you guys have seen them. If you haven't, check out my Instagram at they did it. Uh, but the honey jar recyclers are essentially a, a recycler and both parts look just like this honey jar shape. So this was like a honey jar, but it had this extra disc in there. And, um, 
this was like I was calling them double diffused back then too, but this was basically like the upgraded version of like a honey jar, which nowadays the honey jars have like the uptake coming out of the top and they're totally different. Now there's the refined bell recycler and then the XL double diffuse version. So these pipes have all like melded and then morphed and became like their own thing and then the same thing. And they've just like, you know, it's, it's really cool just to see the progression and the evolution of these pieces. But so how these work and all the older ones were like this, I had like this sidearm uptake right here. Um, and that was like how I was pumping the water up to make it spin. Whereas nowadays the honey jar or the RBRs are more just like an overflow and the honey jars have a, a shorter condensed line. Cause this is kind of a long uptake. Like I switched it to here. So it's like way shorter cuts it in half or more nowadays in these newer ones. Um, but yeah, the older ones had these side uptakes and what's kind of funny, if you look, it actually banks into the bottom of the can, which um, it should have been banked into the top. Um, for it, to, it functions great, like I just took a dab on it and it shreds, you can pull super hard, but really this uptake should have been coming into the top of this can, not into the bottom of it. You really don't want your uptake pushing too much of the water in the can or being lower than where it's gonna fill up to or else it creates like almost like a natural perk right there. They'll bubble and you could possibly get water in your mouth or you could like get creative and make like an uptake into like some sort of natural perk funnel section and make a whole new design. But just talking for this piece right here specifically, I should have brought this up to the top here back then originally, but I can look back now and see all my mistakes that I didn't realize. You know, I've learned so much over the years. There's been a lot of progression. This one's been repaired though. This back broke off. I put it back on. So it's, it's a little wonky. Um, and then the, uh, what's funny about these uptakes actually right here is that, um, oh my God, that is so loud. Do you think they're gonna be able to hear that? Fuck. I'm sorry guys. Well, if you hear that crazy noise, they're drilling holes. They're only got a couple more to do. We'll get through it. Um, I was like, should I even point it out? Cause sometimes trucks drive by and you guys, I'm like, do you guys hear that? And then I watch the podcast. I'm like, why did I even talk about it? And I don't even heard it. All right. But, um, one thing that's funny about these uptakes at my first trade show is I had, um, this like social media person. She was like a baker. I think her name was Betty Crocker, Buddy Crocker or something like that. She was like a person that made cannabis edibles back in 2014 in Colorado, or maybe 2013. I don't know. It was way back in the day. Um, but she like made edibles. It's like what she did. And she came up to our booth and like loved all the glass. And she gave me like constructive criticism. It wasn't even like her being rude. She was like, and like, I remember it forever, but not because it was a negative thing, just because it was like someone that was just giving me their point of view as a consumer. There, she said that, she said these pieces are beautiful. She said, but you putting the label that big on that uptake, she's like, I feel like it takes away from your piece. And I like really appreciate her saying that. And I stopped doing that immediately after she said that, because I thought about it and I was like, this, like, I don't know everything. Like I'm just trying to like build and learn how to blow glass. And like, she was nice enough to come up and give me some insight. I should take that because she's looking at all the different glass. Like I'm only looking at my glass. I'm just trying to learn to blow glass. Like she gave me a good, a good pointer. And like, whether it be right or wrong, I listened to it because I was like, you know what? Like I need help from people. I need, I need these pointers. And I had a lot of people do that with me in the beginning. And I still have people nowadays that reach out and give me, you know, pointers, even with the podcast and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing I always remember about the uptakes is when I did the decals on these, like that I had one person say, Hey, like, don't do that. Um, and then actually the perk too, the perk has an acorn on it. 
on the inside there. We used to fire decals on the perks, which was like a whole nother step. Oh my God. Added time to these builds. And this is all made with frit and it's sandblasted, but this is just some of the earlier work. And you can, you can see the RBR in this. You can see, you can see a bunch of different of my designs. If you've been following me over the years in this right here, you can see RBRs, you can see honey jar recyclers. You can see like the double diffuse, like it's all there. Saw this in the case today, and I was like, you know what? Let's bring that on the podcast. Let's talk about it, and let's, you know, because there's there's always like stories and memories with these pieces, and it's crazy where things end up. In the beginning, a lot of my early pieces like this were sold at Purple Haze up in Denver. Um, this one actually was definitely sold at Purple Haze. Uh, they sold like they would be they were like the main shop that was definitely selling my glass like they were able to like move it the the support in Colorado was crazy I moved out here and so many people were like already like supporting Bearmont Studios and I was just learning I was like a year and a half in like I was just I was a little baby I wasn't even a year and a half in to glass blowing just you know being a year and a half in and being able to like sell glass and move across the country and build a studio and start a life and do all that like I'm so grateful that that's how it worked out with glass blowing because sometimes it doesn't you know hey Bane Luna that was a great time for them to bark though Bane maybe we'll just close that door Mark that's me Bane come here come here bro my guy you good you good all right, we got, you know, these dogs, they're great dogs, but they just, they just bark a lot, you know, but this is what it is, guys. If we were here hanging out, they'd be interrupting our sesh too. So, um, yeah, but when I, I remember when I first came to Colorado, I just couldn't believe how much, how many people were already like supporting Bear Mountain or I'd go to like events and people would make me feel so welcomed. It was so weird being a kid that grew up around like dairy farms and all this stuff to be just just to be in like a place like Colorado and have like all these like strangers be like so welcoming and like, you know, saying all these kind things about my work and they're excited to see like what I, my future for glass that I think I'm going to do things like all these things people were saying to me, like really, I feel like helped me believe in myself enough to just keep pushing harder and harder and harder and being like, this is going to happen no matter what. I just have to keep going nonstop 24 seven. And man, I just, I remember like some of my first like sessions in Colorado, how stoned I got was just, I couldn't even communicate with people. Like so many people wanted to talk and I would just, I don't know if you guys have ever been so stoned that you're just like, you're just, you're almost like terrified. You're just trying to figure out like, you're like, okay, I'm just, I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying to not look as stoned as I am right now. I'm trying not to get fucking sick. Like. I feel like back then, I think it was a combination of altitude sickness, though, and I wasn't drinking enough water because I wasn't used to how dry it was in Colorado, so I was getting dehydrated quicker, the altitude. I got excuses for days, so. But, yeah, I used to, these sessions I'd go to, I'd, I'd almost throw up sometimes. I'd be so, like, dizzy and sick to my stomach, and I don't know if it was it was just the hash. I feel like it was a combination of, like, everything. But basically, my point is, my first came, people, people were so friendly. They were giving me all the dabs, and I could not communicate. And clearly, you're seeing little bits of it right here, which is nice. You can watch videos of it every week of me trying to communicate. Bane, my guy, that's enough. Oh, my goodness. 
Mark's now got to take care of dogs this whole episode. This is crazy. Ooh, that's a terpy coffee. Drinking that Bulletproof again. I can't get away from it. I love it too much. I'm a man of consistency. When I find something I like, I stick with it. Uh, Mark filmed some videos for us. My producer, Mark Styles, filmed some videos for us. He was working with Purple Haze back in the day in 2016 and did some videos of Bear Mountain Studios. I met Mark. I liked him. And I'm just going to keep working with Mark as long as I can afford to work with Mark. So I'm one of those people that once I like something, I try to stick with it. So this fucking Bulletproof Coffee is fire. I wish they were a sponsor. Uh-huh. Well, my wife wanted me to talk about something on here with like, with like work that I talk with her almost every night. And she's always like, why don't you talk about that in the podcast? And, um, I always tell her cause I don't want to sound like I'm just complaining the whole time or bitching. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like one of those guys, but I am slowing down it. Like I said, for like a month here to try and like, you just get caught up and spend some time with family and stuff like that. But also too, <coughs> because working at the pace I do, especially for the last seven years, super hard. And, um, I have so many amazing people that want to support me, but I do feel like sometimes like the stores that I love so much, they just, I think, I don't, I think people think it might, it's just easy for me to like just crush these huge orders. My dog is just eating kibble right under me. It's horrible. It smells so bad. Move. Just go, Luna. Oh, that's that funky kibble. The fancy stuff smells horrible. Um, but I, you know, I feel like sometimes people feel like, oh, like Evan just can crush out glass. Like, and I, I can, but that shit is hard to do. Um, it's definitely not easy. You're killing me, Luna. Um, and so I want to slow down for a little bit because I just got to fucking, I got to chill out because making this much glass, I can't do it, Luna. I got to move it. Nope. 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 Holy fuck. Okay. All right. And we're back. See, and then we just edit all that out, Mark. So yeah, so we were just talking about some stuff. Um, let's light this joint. Um... I don't want people to have the misconception that it's just easy for me to crush out hundreds of pieces. It's not. Uh, it's very, very, very hard. And I've been doing it nonstop for seven years. And I um, think it's just like I need to slow down for a little bit and just realize that I can keep doing this forever and nothing's going to change. I mean, yeah, I could like make more money and get more successful there. But I really need to... Uh, it's weird, you know, parents are getting older, babies are growing quicker. The world's changing so quick. I think we're all, if if you're someone that's not like reflecting and realizing how important it is to just try and spend more time with the ones you love right now with everything that's been happening, you may be a psychopath. Um, but yeah, I just, I wanna slow down and just spend some more time with family because everything's happening so quick, it's fucking crazy, guys, it's nuts. I can't believe I'm 30 years old. I can't believe we're on episode 20 of the podcast. I can't believe I'm fucking complaining on camera again. Good thing I don't make you guys pay for this because 
I would just feel like an asshole then because it's just messy right now. You know, we got but we do have to find someone to pay for it. I think we should all work together. Let's find somebody to pay for what's up, everybody. Uh, we have, so I don't want to like jinx it, but I'm definitely not going to jinx it because it's happening. Because both parties are super down and we're going to do it through uh, a video or like some sort of like FaceTime or whatever. Because, but we're going to have some guests. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with SwearNet, but SwearNet is a company that, um, you know, I, they, that is Trailer Park Boys. And I'm a huge fan of Trailer Park Boys and everything they do. And SwearNet has their own, like, channel with podcasts and stuff on it and different video content on the internet, which you guys should check out. Because um, Trailer Park Boys have, like, a podcast on there and stuff. And then there's another podcast on there called Greenmont. And I'm going to have the guys from that podcast. I think they're going to call in and we're going to, like, smoke weed and talk and do some stuff. Because I guess they checked out my podcast and they really like it and, like... They're like on the SwearNet network. And um, wow, SwearNet network. Doesn't net stand for network, Mark? Did you guys know that? Do you guys know what scampi means? You guys heard of shrimp scampi? Mark, do you know what scampi means? Scampi is shrimp. Scampi is shrimp. Is it, is it? I think it's French. I think it's French for shrimp. So when we say in America, we're going, hey, let me get the shrimp scampi. You're saying, let me get the shrimp shrimp. Let me get the shrimp shrimp. So when people in other countries hear us talking, they're like, man, they're dumb. Let me get that shrimp shrimp. Shrimp scampi. All right, SwearNet Network. All right, whatever. They're affiliated with SwearNet. I love everything those guys do. I just started checking out Greenmont, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, I got to, like, get caught up on it completely before I talk to these guys, too, though, because I want to make sure I'm a good host as well. So, yeah. Um, and then we also had another company reach out to, like, uh, possibly like help connect us with other podcasters and stuff because I'm starting to get enough episodes on like the podcast app and stuff too. Even if they don't have a million views or anything, there's the consistency thing is I think what people are seeing. People are always like, he's doing it every week. And then I do have, you know, all you amazing guys that support me on Instagram, guys and gals. I'm not trying to assume your gender, um, everybody. Uh, but yeah, oh, fuck, what are we doing? This is happening. Episode 20. Mm. Good times. One time I was making hash in upstate New York and I was like blasting it all or whatever. This was years ago, hypothetically. This is a this is a character piece. This isn't even a real thing that happened. Or is it? But I was on my front porch and it was like I waited till it got dark out. That's when I would always do it because I didn't want to be like out there like with neighbors seeing what I was doing. So I waited like all day for it to get dark outside so I could fucking blast this hash and start like getting some personal terps ready because like no one had good hash in my area so we had to make our own shit. Um, and then all of a sudden, dude, fucking Batman, Superman, and like a Transformer were behind me and I was really high and I was terrified. Little did I know it was October 31st. And I had not known it was Halloween, and there was children trick-or-treating. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. This was, I would think I was 19 or 20. I was a kid, too. Too young. I shouldn't have been doing it. But, yeah, it was really uh, it was really scary. No one knew what I was doing, though, because it was very small. It was a very small setup, which is my little little dish and, like, my little like my little Pyrex dish and everything. And just, like, my terps in there with the with the vector. 
you know, just waiting for it to cook off a little bit so I could put it in the vacuum. Just gotta let all that shit. Back in the day, at least that's how that we were doing it. We were just letting it like off gas outside, and then we'd put it under like on a hot plate with like a little vacuum pump, and we would just do it like low like temp and purge it for like a week because we were terrified of like the butanes being in there still but it wasn't but back then it wasn't even the butane that was the issue it was all the other shit that's in that you know what i mean or i don't really even know what i mean honestly and extractors are gonna be like ripping their hair out right now like what are you talking about but it was 2010 and we were just blasting stuff and we're just trying to be like the cool kids we saw on youtube like ccc and coral reefers we wanted to be like the cool kids so we made our own hash. We made it happen. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, 2014, double diffused. A lot of different pieces you can see inside this one piece. Oh, maybe I'll smoke this glass hopper. We got it out. Probably should smoke it. <clears throat> this is a really fun one. Let me see what the coolest... Uh, this side's pretty fun. I don't even know, but basically this piece right here is a lot of milli work. Uh, when me and Glasshopper made this back in 2016, he told me this was the first time that he was ever able to do the three sleeves of milli. So basically what he did was is there's three different layers of milli through this piece. So this piece is like a half inch thick too. This is like the thickest piece ever. That's why it's like almost like just like a bottle with a mouthpiece on it um, because this thing is like a half inch thick and when glass gets that thick, it doesn't move. It's very, uh, you're very limited on what you can really do with it once it gets that thick. So, um, but with the three layer of Millie, what he was trying to do was basically like make an underwater ocean scene. And when you do three different layers, that means you can put certain fish swimming behind each other put a fish swimming behind grass because the whole bottom of this thing you will probably won't be able to see it very good in video but the whole bottom of this thing is like got like grass and like fish like swimming around the whole thing and there's all the layers give it that depth so that you can have different fish behind each other and this whole thing is also uv too it's blue V is the core layer. So when you hit it with UV light, the whole thing glows blue and it, the UV is behind the fish. So all the fish pop out. Um, there's this one section over here, which probably won't be able to see on camera really, but there's like some clown fish playing and some seaweed. It's pretty dope. Um, I think there's something like 2K and millies in this thing, he told me. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right just because of how many chips, the amount of chips. And he just like, he just like estimated it. So maybe it's a little less, could be a little more, but there's just an incredible amount of these giant fish million here. And I think it's like five or six different artists. I wish I knew all the artist millies that were in here, but yeah, I'm going to take a dab on it. It's never been smoked, but I've had it since 2016 and I'm like, fuck it. Let's smoke it. Someone, Someone wants this heady ass bottle, and this is like the only Bear Mountain Studios with a removable downstem, so which is which is different. I don't ever do that. This thing's so heavy too; it's like not huge, but it definitely weighs well over a pound. 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this new fence to be done, guys. I'm going to let my dogs outside. Bane has been having, like, he's been freaking out. I take him outside on leash, but he loves to have his freedom where he can just go run through the yard and be like a giant wolf. But lately, the last four days, he's been pissing on a leash. He hates it. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to get through it. They, they're telling us they're going to be done with the fence by Wednesday or Thursday next week. So that's um, that's good news. And also, too, they put up, like, a temporary like steel fence like around the whole thing so that this weekend we can have our dogs out for a little bit because it's fourth of july too that way my neighbors don't have to keep their dogs inside because i don't want to fuck up anybody's fourth of july weekend plans because that's when my fence was booked to be taken down we had to wait like 10 weeks to get this thing put in we had to pay for it and then wait two months for them to even start it wow blazers are so loud Well, I'm super stoned already, guys. What what a day already. Wow. This is a collab with Glasshopper. I don't think I said that. He, uh, We featured a piece on this last episode. Uh, it was the EHJ Serum Bear, and my dude Max Fuss scooped it up. Max is... Um, curating probably one of the rarest Bear Mountain Studios collections I've ever seen. Um, which is really cool. He's got a whole like glass display case and everything. Like I'm like, and that's how I have my work displayed inside too. We have like a whole um, glass display case and stuff. And uh, yeah, just it's really makes me feel good when I see people put that much like value in my time. It's, it's, it is my work and my art too, but Max sees value in my time as well because I'm putting so much time in and that dude's supporting so heavy. And he's a newer collector for us too, I believe. Um, I think he watches these too, so he could probably leave a comment how long he's been collecting, but I, I think he's fairly new, probably a year or so to my work anyways, not just glass collecting. I'm just saying to collecting my work. Um, and uh, he scooped up the serum bear. He watched the last episode and scooped it up. So thank you so much, dude. It was really cool. Glasshopper was so stoked. Um, and his family was hyped up to be able to get some sell some glass too right now. Everything's crazy. A lot of people can't even work on glass blowing stuff. Some people just can't. I'm lucky that I still get deliveries and shit. Um, let's do some more GMO because this shit was so good. So, but... You never know, those deliveries might eventually stop, who knows, but for now they're still coming, so we can keep blowing glass. Man. I'm going to need to like, before I start these crunk collabs, I'm going to need to make a warm-up piece today. That's how I'm going to make the collab, or the, I'm going to make one of the giveaway pieces um, today so that I can sober up a little bit before I do this crunk collab because I don't want to fuck it up. Ooh, it's a little low. I'm gonna stay down. spoke this piece little rumbler <coughs> well 
disturbed. Tastes so good. That GMO. Now it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a little hot now though. No, no, still nice and low. Um, <coughs> that was just all terps. That was nice. That's actually what I wanted after taking all those dabs a minute ago through the other pieces. That was really chill. <coughs> oh my god! <coughs> Whoa! Let me just check some of you real quick. Oh, oh my god! Wow, guys, I can't believe it. We've already been here for almost an hour. Well. I'm going to make sure I get through everything here, though, so we don't keep you guys here too long. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if I have any good stories. I write down stories sometimes, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to tell it or not. I think there's some things I want to talk about, but I'm going to wait till, till we've done enough episodes. Um, I don't know if I ever told... One time I threw a snowball at a car, and they hit a telephone pole. Oh, it was the worst day ever. Let's tell this story real quick before we get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay let me like my joint um so when i was 17 years old uh we were me and my friends we were hanging out at my parents house we were super bored it was a snowy day um we had some plans to have a like a party that later that night and a bunch of people were coming over it was supposed to be super awesome my parents were gonna like go out and do things and let's just have some fun um, which means I thought we were just going to like hang out in the garage and just drink some beer, but we're actually going to have like quite a few people over. It was going to be a good time. Um, but so to kill some time, cause it was like noon and we weren't having people over till like eight or nine o'clock at night. We were super bored. So we were like, Oh, let's walk over to the neighbor's house. Cause we had some neighbors or our friends, the Comptons, these girls were super fun and I grew up with them and they were like sisters to me. And we were going over there because we were, like, trying to see if they were home. And they weren't. But then we knew that Crystal, she was going to be coming over later. We should probably, I probably shouldn't say people's names. We'll just beep that out. Could you be able to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out, guys. Whatever. I got I to gotta learn how to talk about people on a fucking podcast because they got to be careful. All right, but whatever. My neighbors. They weren't home, but we knew that she was going to be home soon. So we waited at the end of her driveway. And then we were like, oh, let's build a snowman. So we built a snowman. We had it on the side of the road, kind of like at the end of her driveway, basically. It wasn't in the road. It was like on the shoulder. But it was like in the front of her driveway. So she'd have to like drive through the snowman to get into her driveway. And then we're like, let's make some snowballs so we can throw them at her car when she comes down the road. And then so here she comes down the road. And she's cruising. And we see her car. And we're like, all right, let's. And then we all get ready. And there's four of my friends with me. And we all throw snowballs at once. We all whip them at the car, and snowballs hit the car. Then the car like sees the snowman, and their wheel gets caught in the shoulder in the snow. So the snow like pulls them off the road, and then they hit the snowman. And then they go up a telephone pole, and then we realize that there's two elderly people in the car, and it was not Crystal. Um, well, as this was happening, as we all threw the snowballs, the fire chief was driving by as we were all throwing. So he immediately stopped. Like, what is happening? Like, he literally just saw like. Four kids like viciously whiffed snowballs at these old people and then they crashed into a telephone pole. It was horrible. All my friends turned and ran to the woods. I ran to the car 
And then I fucking called 911 on myself and everything. They were totally fine. They rolled down their window. And this old lady looked at me and she's like, you dumbass. And I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I thought you were my friend, Crystal. I don't know what happened. And she's like, why are all your friends running away then? I was like, because they're really dumb. I was like, we literally are the only people that live here. Like, you could run anywhere for 10 miles and we are the only houses. They know who did it. Like, it's it's very simple. Um, So I ran to the car um, and the people were totally fine. But she did make me feel really bad, which I deserved it. um, Because they were on their way home from the hospital. Her husband had been there for three weeks with walking pneumonia. And they just got out of the hospital. This is the first time he had driven a car in two months. And, like, it was just the worst day ever for him, too. Oh, my God. I feel horrible about it. Um, and then my punishment was we had to pay for the damages on the car, which was, like, $1,600, um, which was really stressful because all my friends' families, like, none of us had money. And the family, like, all of our families, like, we were in a pretty poor area of upstate New York. Like, each family basically had to pay 350 bucks. And it was still like really hard for everyone to come up with that. But so my parents kind of had to like come up with more of it. And then other people had to pay them back, which caused internal stress between friends. You guys know how it goes. And then our other punishment was we had to shovel their driveway. Uh, the police did come this. And I just remember how mad my dad was. And this, this was the one time in my life where I actually thought about running away on a horse. Like I knew my one neighbor had horses and I just pictured myself like stealing one of those horses and never looking back just riding away I'm like I'm never getting in trouble because I'm gone I'm on this horse needless to say I did not steal a horse I just stayed inside my dad was pretty pissed but it really all worked out fine and I think it was because I didn't fucking just run away from my fucking something I did I just immediately started trying to fix it and was like, this was my fault. There was, I wasn't even trying to like find blame. I wasn't looking for blame. I was like trying to make sure that everybody was okay and find a way for everybody to go home and make sure no one got fucked over. Cause already those old people got kind of fucked over, but we were like, we shoveled their driveway. We paid for everything. We were like super respectful. Like they got it. They knew like everybody was young once and did dumb shit. And, and this wasn't a malicious act either. Like we thought it was our friend Crystal, like in the re- the reason that they crashed is because he got nervous and then his wheel got stuck in the snow. All of the snowballs missed the car except for one. I don't know whose snowball hit the car, but the other three completely missed the car. And then they hit the snowman and went up the telephone pole. So it was like, I'm not saying that it was like their fault either. It was like just a whole bunch of things happened once. It was around a turn too. Cause so they kind of got stuck and the road was turning. That's what they went. It was a whole thing. So that was a story for you guys. Um, well, we did it. Episode 20. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to check out www.bmsglass.com. We still have some mood mats on there. We can check these out here. Check them out. And they have, like, you know, the RBRs and the bear heads. There's just, like, so much, like, symbolism and cool stuff in these designs. So that. And then this one right here is really cool with the eye. It says BMS RBR. It's upside down. Sorry about that, folks. But yeah, bunch of different stuff on bmsglass.com. We have new stickers, always new fun stuff on there. That's a cool way to support the podcast, support everything we're doing here at Bear Mountain Studios. 
Um, I am really dedicated to switching over to all my lives to Twitch. I'm sick of Instagram. The, the quality is horrible. My lives are starting to get, I think, pretty good. I'm starting to have ideas for a format for my lives, and I want to start scheduling these things and doing it on Twitch. So uh, we just got to, we actually have the Twitch account made. We just got to get a few things set up on our iPad, and we have to order the uh, couple webcams. Excuse me. But, um, I want to switch over to everything to Twitch and stop doing that Instagram bullshit. I don't care if I get less people on Twitch. I just want it to be better for the people that are actually watching um, because we are doing glass blowing stuff on there. We're doing stuff like these podcasts, but basically live. I'm talking to you guys. And um, yeah, because Patreon too, like I want to, we're talking about possibly doing like a 10 minute like morning show type thing, like live thing or thing people can listen to like on their way to work or do things like that. Um, if you want to, it's whatever. I just really like making videos and talking and communicating with you guys because we're all stuck inside. At least most of us are right now and it's not normal. So this is a not normal way to communicate. So let's just keep going with that not normal trend and maybe we'll make a better world. Who knows? So thank you everybody. This is the what's up everybody podcast. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Try to keep it positive out there. Tanks.